Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Joe Tucker, thanking you for tuning in to Movie Addict Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, of course. But if you are one, it's definitely the place for you. And today we'll be raving and ranting about the new Godzilla movie. Is this film a hit or a miss? How does it compare with previous Godzilla offerings? What are its most exciting elements? What could have been done better? And why is Godzilla so popular? Those are some of the questions that we'd like to cover. But first, let's see if our producer extraordinaire, Nikki Starr, is ready to help with the show. Nikki, are you a Godzilla fan? I actually am. I know. <laughs> I am, yes. Yay, yay. Why, why do I you like everything? Everything. <laughs> um, Have you seen... Go ahead. Have you seen any of the movies? I've seen them all. I've seen all, every single one from 1954 till, I guess, 2004. Oh. And then the new oh ones, right? God. I don't even know. I think, yeah. Like, I'm just a huge fan. Huge fan. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen the so new fun. one yet. I'm going this oh. weekend. Well, yeah. you we definitely should uh, should see it, and and I see that the the chat room is uh, is open, and so I want to thank you for for helping out with the chat and for um, and and all the chatters that might come in. I I know we are expecting we are expecting one that I think just popped in, Nancy Lombardo oh, <laughs> from Comedy Concepts, and and I think we'll we'll even be hearing from her a little bit later. So. Welcome, um, Nancy, to our uh, to our show today, and we're looking forward to hearing from you. And uh, I think what we need to do, Nikki, is to uh, just take care of all of the most of the bad news about the new okay. Godzilla movie. And here's what I found on uh, Rotten Tomatoes' site. Uh, I looked for some of the negative uh, quotes from oh. critics who post on that side. And I just thought we better uh, have have things kind of fair and balanced. And so here here are some, um, some of the things that are being posted there by critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Peter Rainier says, it's a tad better than the 1998 Godzilla, but that's not saying much. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. like that one. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott and Scott Nash said, disappointingly dull. I mean, that was a very short post, but we know what he was talking about when he said that. And Joanna uh, Longfield said, this Godzilla takes itself very, very seriously. Too bad we can't. <laughs> so that's wow. how she feels. 
And Roger Moore says, and you're not going to like this at all because I know how you feel about Brian Cranston, but Roger Roger Moore says, Brian Cranston chews more scenery than the lizard. (laughs) He's he's not too happy with that. And then T. Macklin says, this is the one that really grabbed me, Godzilla is primordial pap. (laughs) So so those are some yeah, I know. I, just, I was really shocked when I read those. But but uh, most of the critics posting on Rotten Tomatoes uh, did praise the movie. And I certainly found it uh, that it exceeded my expectations. It's a really, it had eye popping special effects. And the cinematography was marvelous, and of course, Godzilla has never been better. And lots of exciting set pieces, and I I was so impressed with all of the talent that they brought together to make this this film. And they seem to have put together the very best people. There's the the uh, cinematographer who did uh, the cinematography for the Golden Compass, which I thought was just a oh a my god, I love that movie. Yes, beautiful. gorgeous movie. Yep. And then they had a production designer who did um, the production design for V for Vendetta, Love, which yeah, really, that was, great. Yes. that was great. And they had an art director who did Watch, Watchmen, which is one of my favorite oh superheroes. <laughs> and they had sets decorated by by the woman who did Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And they had a one musical of my top movie. Yeah. Me too, and the musical score by the guy who did the music for that uh, that uh, whimsical, fantastic uh, Mr. Fox, and then they had so many talented sculptors and sound technicians and animators and stunt people, and the list just goes on and on. Now, I have to admit uh, that my only complaint involves having to wait so long before the King of the Monsters appears mm-hmm. in all his massive glory. But when you go to see it, you'll see you'll get teased a bit before the full reveal. You'll see maybe a you know a leg. <laughs> you'll see maybe right. the tail. <laughs> yeah. I can kind of tell that, that from kind, the preview. You know, yeah, I can tell that from the preview. Yeah. Well, that's the way they do do it, and they and uh, uh, that adds to the the uh, suspense and definitely Godzilla <laughs> is worth waiting for. <laughs> His he looks so great. He, his roars sound just so terrifying, and his stomping that all seems incredibly real. And that's kind of hard to describe them. You know, I was trying to write a review of this film, and all I could say was, uh, you know, seeing is believing in this case because there aren't words for me at least to describe that. And so you're a fan, and you probably know that Godzilla has been stomping around the screen for 60 years. He appears first as, <laughs> first as a metaphor for uh-huh. nuclear weapons in that 1954 Japanese mm-hmm. film, um, and it was done, um, directed by uh, Shiro Honda. And uh, then 28 other films produced mm-hmm. by the, the Japanese company, Toho Company. And then TriStar released another Godzilla movie, in 1998, which uh, 
received mixed reviews, but I'm a big Godzilla fan like you. And so I even enjoyed the 1998 version with Matthew Broderick. Did you happen to get to see that? I did, yes. I saw it, and I very much enjoyed it. (laughs) We had so much fun watching Godzilla. Right, and that's the thing. We had so much fun. It is so fun. I've seen 1954s. I mean, it is so much fun. How could you not love it? I don't know. I know, I know, and he, and uh, he was stomping around uh, around Manhattan in in that one, and uh, I I thought he, I I liked Matthew Broderick in it, but he is one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah I like him. But Nikki, this 2014 film actually belongs in a class by itself, and the director I wasn't familiar with, um, Gareth Edwards is his name, and he did. Previously, a little film called Monsters, which I haven't seen yet, and now that makes me want to see that movie because in this one, he kind of reminds me of um, an expert ringmaster at a three-ring circus. He's kind of you know pulling all of the, all of the things together so that we can can follow. And and the film has a, a plot that really gives us a, a family that we can care for, and I think that's important, don't you, in any it monster is. movie. You gotta yes. have these and humans also, that we. You do, you do. And one of my favorite things is like all of the pieces coming together at the end, and truly like, like understanding the family. Yeah. Yeah. So that's he. They've done that very, very well. And then of course uh, the, the fights <laughs> at Godzilla, as in this. Wait till you see these two huge evil creatures. I'm telling you, they are now. I I can't describe those to you either because they're you just have to see those to believe them. But they're like they're, they're sort of like huge crabs, and um, I'm trying to think of what they call them. It's a it's an M U T O, and oh, and muto. here's what that stands muto. And here's what it stands for: massive, unidentified, terrestrial organisms. <laughs> That's what they call them, the mutos. Nice. <laughs> and uh, and Godzilla has to fight both of them, at the, you know, at the same at the same time. And the uh, Godzilla and the, of course there's always there's always uh, carnage in the yes. cities, and that's happens here. It's not in Manhattan. It's in Japan, in the Philippines, in San Francisco, and of course the Golden Gate Bridge has to be involved nice. in it. You can't do it, do a monster movie in San Francisco without involving the Golden Gate Bridge, and and Nevada plays a key role. And mm-hmm. all the time that this is all happening, of course, the uh, these two creatures are searching for a place to uh, to nest, so you know that they're going to they want to not only survive, of course, but have their <laughs> have their heirs. <laughs> and so Godzilla that will is fighting them. <laughs> yeah. Godzilla is fighting them. Yeah, and and so Godzilla mm-hmm. is uh, having to battle them for the for the survival of the human race. I, yay! I just love oh, that. Right? And the guy that plays the the scientist in this one is uh, Ken Watanabe. He was so great in The Last Samurai, and he plays yeah, he, a, a baffled... I love that movie. 
yeah, and he, and you remember him. He how, he was so dignified and oh well. Well, he's That's kind it. of got the part where he just kind of has to stand around and be baffled about all the stuff that's <laughs> stuff that's going that's going on. And of course, the key human characters take a back seat to Godzilla here, but they do they really do a good job of of help bringing um, bringing everything home to us, you know, as humans. And there are two generations of a, of the Brody family that uh, the camera focuses on most of the time. Uh, Ford Brody is played by Aaron Taylor Johnson, who I saw him last in a movie called Anna Karenina, and he plays a bomb specialist, and he does get the most camera time. And he becomes involved in helping his brother, his father, Brian Cranston. That's that's your guy, right? Mm-hmm. I love him. Yeah. So good in Breaking Bad, and they try to find out what's behind the secrecy of a, of a very tragic earthquake back in 1966. And the 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 dad is is you know he's making calculations. He's a scientist, and he's making calculations that hint that a similar horrible horrifying event is about to take place. So. The Brody father and son, they have to engage in heroic efforts to, but they could, there could be some tragedy involved here, and I'm not going to tell you what that is, but Ford won't give up, and his wife, played by Elizabeth Olsen, and young son, they have to get by without him as he continues his mission, but forget all about that, because the most exciting sequences in Godzilla occur during his combat with those two bizarre, gigantic, crab-like creatures looking for a place to, to nest. And Godzilla is always at his best fighting other huge creatures. But right. let me tell you, these, I mean, this this whole battle with these two and Godzilla seemed to make the entire theater shake, rattle and roll. At least that's what the little group thought that went to the went to the movie with me. And that's that was my husband and my daughter and um, my grandson. And then of course, you know what else? Godzilla has to face. He's he has to contend with extremely ill-advised military actions. <laughs> so, of course. Yeah, but Always. I can't tell you but I can't tell you how it comes out, whether he will prevail or not. I actually think that this film is one of the best monster movies ever made. But sadly, Nikki, my husband still insists that King Kong remains the true king of the monsters. No! Yeah, he, he, no. he says that. And, and we're still arguing about that. Well, let's just take a minute here. And play one of um, one of our favorite promos. Hi, comedian Nancy Lombardo here, host of Comedy Concepts Blog Talk Radio. And when I need my movie fix, you'll know where I'll be found. That's right, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Listening to Betty Joe Tucker on Movie Attic Headquarters Blog Talk Radio. Show me the funny, Betty. Show me the funny. And so Nancy Lombardo just happens to be on the line right now. Yay. 
Thanks, Nancy. <laughs> I don't have any money <laughs> to give you, <laughs> but I'm so glad. I'm so glad you called in. What have you seen, Godzilla? Yes, 2014? I think we saw two different movies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, fair and balanced. Fair like, and balanced. I so. was like, please bring out the monster to kill me now, <laughs> please. <laughs> I want. I just thought I didn't know who. You know, I was like, uh, you're you're a fan, and I love the Godzilla films. And I was thinking about why I didn't like it. We have been, you know, um, so tainted. Uh, not tainted. Our brains have been so trained to see atrocities in the yeah. news every day, like a tsunami or a real life atrocity that when they made the original Godzilla, again, you had nuclear war. You had yes. something that, that to be really afraid of there. And to, to, to try and get us to believe that there's, you know, there's monsters that are created and, and it's like, we know there's no monsters. <laughs> but when you were a kid, you believed in King Kong. And I also thought that the original one had a lot of the King Kong-like effects because, remember, the original King Kong was made by documentary filmmakers. Yes, it was. Right. And so they had a way of filming it almost in a slightly newsreel type of way, the way newsreels were presented to us. You know, and now flying over Japan, it's Godzilla, <laughs> you know. And so they had a way of that we would, it was almost presented to us in this, like, this could be really be true. Whereas this movie, it's like, there's no giant spider. <laughs> I just didn't believe it. And I thought, I thought in my head, I go, is that Bruce Willis inside of that Godzilla costume? <laughs> With the oh, wink, no. you know, the little different. wink. <laughs> we saw two different films. I said, "Is Godzilla winking? Really? <laughs> no." <laughs> and I just didn't. Ha- I just didn't think it had the power that. Uh, and I'm a big early scary film uh, fan, but I really do think that they presented everything uh, was more scary than the original. Uh, also, because of the types of filming, like we're used to this now. We're used to this kind of filming. We're used to things exploding. We're used to the sound effects and the 3D. And, and, and so it's inundated now. But when they first presented it, it seemed really scary because they put the smoke. They created the fear of nuclear waste and something residing in the air. Remember the original one, Betty? That oh, yes. It was always oh, like yes. a cloud of smoke around, which I think was hinting at you know Nagasaki and Hiroshima. But there was that oh, yeah. hint of that lingering. So there was a something that is coming out of something. They didn't make me afraid, and which I should, I thought should have been a key point of what would happen when nuclear power goes wrong. Well, that's a very good uh, uh, analysis of uh, what you think was wrong with the with the movie. And I uh, should have been afraid and come out of there like as the the hidden message is: we've got to take care of our environment. Yeah, that's not, right. Not that, you know, that, 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 that's the message is that, no, maybe we won't have a Godzilla, but we will have mutant fish like, or, that are showing up and mutations that are showing up. And this is something that really very, very close to home. And, and I felt that, that, that you kind of have a little bit of a responsibility with a movie. Right, <laughs> right. That, well, uh, that, go ahead. Excuse me. I go to the movie to escape. 
I've never, even though I've seen them, I mean, I've seen the reruns and everything from Godzilla. To me, I go to it to escape. And, like, I remember the very first time seeing Godzilla have, like, a beam come out of his mouth. Do you remember awesome. that one in Black and White? Yeah. It was awesome, but I never associated it with nuclear war. Okay, I don't know if it's because I'm younger or what, but it it's, was not, it, like, it might I don't be, worry about nuclear war. Right, I don't yeah, worry about Yeah, I don't know how war. old you are, but it, it was, like, my generation yeah, was raised. Yeah, 38, yeah. See, so okay. you weren't, we, <laughs> Betty and I had the, uh, not that we're the same age, but Betty and I had the generations that had already been in three wars in our family. Mm-hmm. So you would right. have had a grandfather, a father, okay. you see, so we had three generations of war stories going right. on there. First World War, right. you know, the Second World War, the sure. Korean War. So you had three generations of war always being a possibility of it being something to be afraid of. And, and in you, my life, you, it's not been, except no, for Afghanistan. You didn't even get Vietnam. Vietnam. You didn't right. even get no, Vietnam. Not Vietnam. No, not at all. No, 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 no. So no. that's the difference in that, okay. we, you know, growing up, I think, with war like that, and also, too, Betty Jo wow. knows, too, that we were in, when I was in school, we were inundated with propaganda films, basically. Do you remember those, Betty? Oh, I do, and I, I'm so glad you mentioned the original movie because one thing about this movie, I thought was it was it, um, it was definitely, and one critic has uh, complained about this, that it was uh, very serious. It's a very serious movie, not campy like uh, most uh, right. so many of the other Japanese films. Films. Oh, yeah. And no, it was serious, but I wanted more. I was like, I really thought the lead actor, I was not impressed by the lead actor and just his wife. Yeah, you could see everybody was trying to act the hell out of a bad script. And that I said, I said, no, no, you don't That's kill off the line. leads. You don't kill off the lead. Who does that? <laughs> I'm oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Uh-huh. I'm not giving anything away. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. We <laughs> well, but you don't, uh, you know, just, uh, it's just, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I do agree with the fact that um, uh, we uh, we didn't get to see Godzilla. Godzilla. I love the way you say that, Nancy. Godzilla. 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 <laughs> wait, no, for real, you have to say, wait, to get it right, you yeah. have to say the L's is ours. I mean, yeah, you do. Exactly. Godzilla. Well, that could have, that could have been better. Uh, he should have yeah, received more screen time. After all, he's the biggest star. I think and so, too. Do you remember yeah. the early films? You had you had oh. more of an association with Godzilla, too. You no, know what I mean? I kind of always liked him. I mean, I rooted for him. Yeah. Like, it's not like well, he was – it's not like – I don't even know how to explain it because clearly I had a different perspective than y'all, but – like, he wasn't such a bad guy to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I no, no. You had, there was empathy right. with Godzilla. Yes. When Godzilla go. was hurt, you were like, oh, no, Godzilla, don't oh, right. be hurt. Right. <laughs> You've got to fight Mothra. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you well, had, there was why. an empathy. And there needed to be more of that, like, you know, they just showed Godzilla here. They, in the original, as a lady, oh. did they show the beginning of Godzilla, like him being born? Or I'm trying to remember. So I that there was more empathy? Do you guys Maybe remember so. or not? Because I don't know. Wasn't, I speaking, so. But or emerging. Yeah. But Godzilla should have emerged from something. Not just been this well, thing in the water the whole time. Like the Loch Ness Monster. Like well, if I had seen yeah. Bubba I think that you should write movies. 
Nancy. Yes. <laughs> but you know, Nancy. I don't Nancy. think the world is ready for that. <laughs> I think but you it know, might Nancy, be. He should have. Uh, I I think that uh, I I agree with uh, Nikki about uh, uh, liking. You know, really um, wanting Godzilla to prevail, and I, that's right. one of the questions that we were going to talk about. Why is Godzilla so popular? And I think that's that is he he is just he seems to be in in most of the movies that I've seen. Uh, he's uh, he really doesn't have any agenda. He's just independent right. and loves to be free yes. above all else. Yes. And he's he's not out to yeah. And 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 yes. the children cheered for for him. And, yes. and Godzilla. And that's the idea is that he was a mutation. He was different. Right. But they yeah, cheered yeah. for him because he wasn't bad because he was a mutation. He was just a mutation. Oh, I love exactly. That. Yes, it, and, know, and, and he does. He does uh, walk a fine line between uh, hero and savior in the, in the many of the movies. But, and he was he a, uh, a monster hero until about the third film with the three-headed monster. And uh, right. when we were talking about King Kong, I do have to mention that that the Godzilla versus King Kong movie is is my favorite because I love the battle between Godzilla and King Kong. I, people, if you haven't seen that, you can go over to YouTube and you can yep. see that, that battle. And it's the it's second like, it's one. Like, is it the, the, like the claymation or claymation almost where they move well, like statically? It's, it's, um, it's motion. Yeah. It's motion. Mo- motion showing, capture yeah. probably, but it, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's wonderful. And in fact, I, I was told this morning on the uh, Wacko uh, radio network show that uh, there were two versions of that, and in one version, uh, King Kong uh, defeated Godzilla, and in another one, Godzilla <laughs> defeated King right? Kong because they were so evenly matched. And I, I hope that uh, to see a sequel to this uh, 2014 Godzilla, and I hope it involves King Kong. And I, I really awesome. uh, think that they're they're going to do uh, quite a business with this. And I, I know there are many people who feel the same same way you do, uh, Nancy. <laughs> but I have to say that it, um, in conclusion, that uh, this King Kong is a monster hit at the box office. Sorry about that. You mean this Godzilla? <laughs> this Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla. This Godzilla yeah, is a monster hit. This, yeah, it's this got Godzilla. over two hundred and ten million this weekend. I mean, just saying. Oh my well, God. you know why? But it, it also it had that you know it was going to be. Uh, uh, let me ask you this, Betty Joe. Didn't you find the creatures reminiscent of the last War of the Worlds? Yes, there was some of that. Ah, I really, I, I really can't wait. didn't care for that. So Do you know that no, we I'm only have that. three? We only okay, have three right. minutes left. Right. I wish that we had. I wish that we had uh, longer today, but um, uh, unfortunately, you, this is. <laughs> yes, Nancy, you just you just made Thank our you. day, and and that <laughs> proves that we are fair and balanced because we do we do uh, disagree on movies. <laughs> I do have Especially. to say this because if you compare movies, if you compare like another movie too, I just want you to think of this, and ladies, go watch. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Which and I've it's seen gonna, several times. Yes. Now, that, to me, is reminiscent of Jaws. Yeah. Well, that's because a, that's a they good had comparison. the running music theme of, I might have before, to give you that. Yeah. Right before the, anybody was attacked, it was like, bum, bum, bum. I might have to give you that. Yep. Yeah. 
That's nice. true. That's true. I wish we could continue. We may have to have a sequel to this. We Let's may have this. to have a sequel to this <laughs> show. <laughs> but, but it's almost, we're almost out of time. So this is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big, big shout out to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support and to uh, Nikki for all her help, as well as to Nancy Lombardo from Comedy Concepts, which you can see, which you can hear on Blog Talk Radio every Friday and Monday morning at 1030 Eastern Time. It's, it's a very, very entertaining and funny show. Please come back next time when our guest will be Tim Perrell, producer of such excellent, excellent films as Last Chance Harvey with Dustin Hoffman and Emma Thompson and The Love Punch with Pierce Brosnan and Emma Thompson, which will be released next week. We look forward to talking with Tim. It should be a very interesting show. That's all for now, folks. Here's the talented A.J. Daniels to take us out with the song Nikki and I dedicate to all our Blog Talk Radio listeners and today to, of course, King, not King Kong, no, my, my husband made me say that, to... Godzilla!